starting with a lady recently that expressing the opinion that in a particular movie where there was a robot, you know, one of those AI movies, that human-looking robot, that be, the robot, I asked her, do you think that the robot in this movie, if this was real life, would the robot be real? And she said, yeah, it would be real, of course. Why? Well, because it, it would look like a person, just in the just like it did in the movie, and it would be intelligent, it could talk, it could walk, so why wouldn't it be a person? It would be just like you and I deserve human rights, it could love and be loved. So this seems to be an opinion that at least some people share, or at least that some people seem to think that AI can one day be commensurate, artificial intelligence can be commensurate to human intelligence, and that, uh, excuse me, if and when robots uh, are as smart as we are, they're, they're just going to be people, and they, they, they might have consciousness and, and, and the same thing. So let's try to offer some comments on that. So uh, first of all, uh, we understand if a person wants to hold a given, if they want, if a person wants to make given statements as to whether they the statements represent anything of sense, is a different question. If a person wants to make certain statements, they're going to make those statements, and there, there's little that we can do about it. So if a person has an emotional attachment to the idea that robots can be quote unquote conscious or, or something like this, or can be like people, then that's that, that's that. So we're not going to address the, uh, that uh, uh, people like that. We're going to try to offer uh, 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 arguments for anybody that wants to think and that wants, uh, uh, wants to clarify the, the relevant thoughts here as opposed to saying something ahead of time. Right? And we see that with these kinds of questions, the more room that there is for random words, the more random words that we speak, right? Consciousness, robots, artificial intelligence, consci- artificial intelligence, consciousness, robotic, con- all this kind of stuff, yada, 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 right? So we have to clarify exactly what we're talking about. So what's the, something, a, a good starting point uh, that we can go off of, which is that you and exist and that's all that you know. From your perspective, you are all of existence and everything that you've ever known comes across to you as something you see or something you hear or something you smell or something you touch or something you taste and that's it Uh, and also you have some thoughts and also you form some concepts and also you have a sense of time and you have memory and you have all these different uh, words that 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 talking about mental function Uh, hopefully you have you have all of that in one degree or another and that's that right so consequently it, 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 you have to figure out uh, the status of the things that exist outside of you. You don't even know that the speaker, uh, owner of this voice exists. You don't know that your, your family exists. You don't know that anybody else exists, right? You go to sleep at night. You have dreams. People come to you in dreams. They look completely real. You can shake their hand. You can look them in the eye, but you wouldn't say that they exist, do they? So we say that it, it's not that, it's not so clear. So how do we figure out if anybody else but you exists? We have to do a little bit of reasoning and we have to think, uh, you know, maybe if we can see, we can look in a mirror and we can see how our body um, reacts to our mental states. Uh, when we look happy, well, not we, when you look happy, a smile may form and you look sad, uh, a frown may form and so forth and so on. When you want to move your hand, you have the will, the desire to do it. You can move your hand if you can, if you have a hand. Not everybody does. Some people are paralyzed, but if you can. Uh, and uh, if, you want, if you can walk and you have the desire to walk, you can walk. And you say, you want to say something and then the, the words hopefully may, may come out of your mouth. So forth and so on. So then you reason that uh, being that this is so, 
if I see uh, sufficient signs of the same thing, of another body that's like mine, I'm going to suppose there to be another experience there. What I can call another person there, another conscious sentient entity. I don't know this for a fact, but I have good reason to think this. And one of the reasons that I have to think this is that I say that if I, for example, go in front of a book and we're talking about you, you can reason this. You don't know that this person exists. You can think this to yourself. If I go in front of a book and and, uh, I look at it, I don't know what's inside. And yet I open it to any page and I see text that I couldn't have predicted was there. And I maybe didn't even know this information. So consequently, there's uh, there's other information. There's other stuff. There's uh, uh, there's other how how do we even put it? There, uh, there's more to existence than I am immediately aware of, right? There's uh, things in my closet. I don't see them now. If I go to my closet and open it, I'll see them. So this gives me room to to assume that there's there very well may be other experiences. There very well may be, uh, and then consequently other people, and consequently this kind of detective approach may be reasonable. And uh, we as the dreams, we could say that dreams are simply c- copied from real life and stuff is rearranged and uh, there's no reason to, to then apply the same kind of uh, reasoning to, to what we call real life and to say that, that that just because in dreams there's people like that that move that that, that it means that in real life it's the same thing. All right, so you would do that but then you would also see that uh, you, you, you would have to examine a little bit your your body and you would have to see that you have a heart that beats and you and, uh, and a pulse and you're warm-blooded and you would have to, to maybe study a little bit uh, of medicine, chemistry, biology and and see that, you, you know, your carbon-based form of life, uh, you have a, a, a brain and, and it's built a certain way, organs. So consequently, being that you only know that you exist, your assumption is that that my existence, my experiences, my pain, my pleasure, my hope, my 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 fears, my hopes, my fears, my mind, my morals, my love, my hate, everything it hang, it's in connection with this sort of um, excuse me appearance. Again, the, the 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 arms, the legs, if we have them, the heart, the brain, and, and that's that. And then when you see that. Uh, and when you see other bodies and they they meet the criteria, they're uh, uh, a Homo sapien body. They they're moving, right? They they're not uh, they don't look dead. They, otherwise, we call that a corpse. Uh, they can respond to conversation. If we needed to, we could. Uh, f- f- if you wanted to, you could put put your fingers to uh, their a pulse, their pulse, and, and feel their their heart beating. You assume that's a real individual that exists just like I do fundamentally. And that's a reasonable assumption. Maybe you can't prove it, absolutely, but it's a very reasonable assumption. Now, what is the status of other stuff that in your experience? And we would say it's a question of your knowledge, right? For example, we think a, a, a rock is simply there, no matter what. So a rock, but if we really break it down, right? Let, let's do it real quick. A rock is a term, R-O-C-K, rock. It can be pronounced in, in a different language. It can, the same thing can be expressed. That you wouldn't understand what it means. So the term is not anything other than the term. It has to refer to something. What can it refer to? It can refer to something that you see or that you touch. Maybe taste, really, if you wanted to, or smell. Probably not. Uh, but, but mostly that you see and that you touch. And further, that you uh, gain some kind of a notion of some kind of utility, of, of some kind of usage, and stuff like that. And you have to assemble these components together, right? Because if you go to a, a museum, 
Fine, now, now, now I exist as well. We can say we. we. We, it's a reasonable assumption that I also exist. So we're going to say we. When we go, we can go to a museum, and uh, and see a rock. What we think is rock. We reach out our hand, and our hand goes through. Why? Because it's a hologram, and, and and it's just the sight. So we see the sight is different from the touch. We forget this. We think everything I see I could touch, but not everything, and it could be a hologram, right? or otherwise. Uh, so consequently, the rock is not the sight either. And it's not the touch either, because if we close our eyes and we simply touch something impenetrable, something that our hand can't uh, kind of go through, that's also not a rock. Why would that be a rock? That's just one little component. So it's not the sight, and it's not the touch, and it, frankly, it's maybe not even both, uh, because uh, the, the term rock to us represents a category we've induced from individual instances and experiences. We've created a, a, a class of, uh, of items. And further, we have to, again, we have to have some sense of utility there. We have to uh, understand what it can be used for, uh, how it's been used. We, we can uh, kind of, we pack in this, this uh, if we want to call it a cluster, we add in our prior experiences and feelings and sensations and so forth and so on. So what we call a rock most certainly hangs on, on you, on us. <laughs> we can say bearing it in mind, but it also just doesn't say much. It, 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 it hangs on us. I, it's like, for example, um, let's say, ah, right, let's say that you reach out your hand, right? What do you see? You see one hand. If you have a hand, not everybody has a hand. Taking an object, you see one object, right? And yet, if you close one eye, you see it. And you close the other eye, you see it. And you, uh, so there's two images, and yet you see one image. If you, uh, and then you can play with your eyeball. We can play with our eyeball, and we're going to see the image double up. So we say, consequently, that the fact that there's one image, it has something to do with our eyeballs. It has something to do with our cognition, with our perception. Uh, there's there's uh, experiments. You give a person goggles and it flips everything around. And for some time, the world is flipped on its head. But then it readjusts and everything flips over. Because there's it's a it's a question of, of cognition, right? But we just uh, an understanding. It's not like that. There's something that's being copy and pasted directly as a brute fact from some kind of. A unknown external realm onto you know into our brain or something like that. It's all, it's a question of cognition. I mean, there's obviously very much deeper questions here. What's a thing in itself and its relation to perception? But in this in this simpler way, it hangs on on attributes of ours. Seems pretty clear. Seems safe to say. But we don't notice this because we take it for granted. We think, of course, like this is uh, just there is what there is, and that's it. So we would say that uh, a rock hangs in this way on, on our understanding. We, we can't, there's nothing that we can say that's intelligent at least about what we can mean by the term rock other than these kinds of things that are intimately tied in with us, all right? So uh, what, what about then electronics? What about computers? So it would be the same thing. Uh, we would say that as complicated as Computers and electronics get it's it, it it it's never anything other than mechanical. It's never anything other than the firing of electrical impulses, and consequently, we class it in the same category as as rocks, as as plastic, as pieces of metal, and anything and everything else. It's items of ours. They do not indicate. We have absolutely no permission, according to reason, to suppose that they indicate sentience that they indicate a mind right because remember you only know that you exist and you have to do a little guesswork everything that we said before we have no permission we have rational reason to, to suppose that 
Meaning, again, we can say we just broke down how, how a rock exists to us. And then somebody says, yeah, but, but this rock is conscious. Okay, we can say it's schmanches, it's bonches, it's what. What does it matter what we say? What reason do we have to think such a thing? That's my pet rock. I, I love it. I want it to, to be conscious. I believe that it hears me. Okay, you believe this. I believe that. What does it matter? We have to give a reason. What, what, what reason would we have to give that a rock is conscious? We gave some reasons to think why you should think that other people are real. The, the body does that. What about a rock? There's no such reason. All right, so we don't, we don't say, consequently, not a nonsense statement if we want to be reasonable that a rock is conscious and a rock has a mind. So electronics, <laughs> computers, we, as we just said, it's in the same category as the rock. It's objects, mechanical objects. So consequently, the, the most that it can kind of do is there can be an appearance, a representation of something resembling us and we only take it that way because of our understanding, right? Remember, we don't, we never s- s- talk, right? We never, we never speak a language. We never uh, make a facial expression. We there's vibrations in the air, and and there's changes, geometrical changes in our skin and, and uh, on our face, and we interpret it to mean that this is speech and this is of a person. When we say we have an iPhone, we speak to Siri. And we say, how's the weather? It's not that the, the, the Siri understands that we're saying anything to do with the weather. It's that the vibrations, right? We put our hand to our mouth. Blah, 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 blah. There's, uh, it it uh, vibrates the air. The vibrations are converted to electrical impulses, signals, however the, they would describe it, the, the technicians, the, the um, uh, engineers. At Apple, uh, they're converted to that. And then according to a particular program, one thing fires off, another thing fires off in a mechanical way, just like a, a bowling, just like a, um, what you call it, when you're playing pool, right? One ball to another ball, just like when a rock drops in a mechanical way. And there's an image that's generated. That The iPhone has no idea, obviously, what image that is or what we said or anything like that. It's just a more complicated format of, uh, of again, uh, a billiard ball bouncing into another billiard ball. And we ha- we, we're the ones who read it and interpret it as um, the, the, the weather. And right? I saying, oh, it's going to be sunny. If it's in a different language, then we, we can't interpret it, right? If we show it to our dog, it can't interpret it. So again, it's not showing, it's showing signs. It's showing the contrast of light and dark. That's it. It's a mechanical thing. Right? For that matter, we think, oh, we can take a picture of something. We can't take a picture of something. We can it, co- copy just like a mirror reflects the, the it, it, geometrical forms and the colors of what's in front of it, we can do the same thing with a camera. But that's what it is. It's not that a camera knows or that the camera is taking a picture of a person or a camera is taking a picture of text or anything like that. It's copying that, the, those geometrical representations, we would say, the, the colors, and then we have to interpret uh, uh, it. Right? Well, also not apparent, just real quick, it's a little off topic, but say we take a picture of... Um, of uh, of a relative of ours, let's say of our of our mom, if we have one, take a picture of her. We said I've taken a picture of mom, but we show the picture to somebody else, and they say I have no idea who that is. That's a stranger. Somebody else says that's my wife. Somebody else says that's my aunt. Somebody else says that's my grandmother. Somebody else says that's my uh, boss, my employee. Right. So have we taken a picture of our mom? And say no. We and we haven't even taken a picture of a person. We've copied a, a certain sign in the form of geometrical lines again in colors and shapes. A certain picture. We've copied it via this technology and then a person recognizes it in the same way he or she would recognize uh, the, the same thing in, in real life. So this is a little tricky, right? We forget about this and we think, oh, the phone knows. The phone took a picture 
and there's a picture of people on my phone, uh, pictures of people on my phone. There's, uh, uh, I can ask uh, my phone a question and knows what I'm talking about. So it's the same thing. So basically, the idea is that there's no amount of complexity of the appearance that would ever, ever give us grounds to say that there's any sentience present as it concerns a mechanical, uh, metallic object, period. It doesn't matter how complicated it is. And there's a, a, a test called, called a, a Turing test where it, it was, the, the idea is that if a person cannot distinguish between uh, a, a computer and an individual, uh, it be, meaning you can't see them, right? We can't see them. It's, it's for example, we're uh, sitting at a, we're typing and we have one chat open and another chat. One, one is from a person, one is from a computer. If a person can't distinguish it and says both of these are people, then the computer is conscious. So no, absolutely not. Uh, then the, we, we can say then the computer has succeeded in creating a very crafty appearance, but it's still, we still have no grounds to ever think that it has like it's not even there's nothing to refute there's nothing it's like saying a rock it has no grounds that we have no reason to think that a rock is sorry we're getting words mixed up it's it's the same exact thing as a rock no matter how complicated it is it's the bottom line it can give the most complicated uh, appearances we can have the most sophisticated conversations with it in, in a few dozen hundred years whatever it wouldn't be that surprising but it would still be qualitatively the same thing uh, further, we can uh, put the computer in a, uh, uh, in a uh, what you call it, in a skull, right? In a metallic skull, we could give it uh, uh, metallic arms and legs like the Terminator, like these other robotic films. Uh, what is it? iRobot. And uh, we can even put silicon skin over it, even real skin if they grow it in labs, stuff like that. And we can even give it a real heart. We can even do all kinds of things, but it would still never, ever, ever, ever give us grounds to suppose that it's again, we, when we even say to suppose, it's giving it too much credit. It would still never be anything other than the same exact thing as a rock or as any other object. It has nothing to do with the, the complexity of the responses or of the behavior. All right. So as we, as we explain, so this takes a little bit of reasoning, however, and the, the issue, the reason that we even think that this is a possibility is because of our selfishness, of our egoism. We have no idea that anybody else is real. We've never taken a few steps to to raising our way out of our own myopic uh, solipsism, meaning of our own na- uh, narrow kind of individuality. We think I'm real, my emotions are real, and that's it. And these are just pictures that I see of other people. So we have to, to, to counter that little bit and to reason, no, other people are real, but we can reason it, it approximately like we did or in some other way and try to figure out that other people exist just like I, I do. Their interests are equivalent to mine, but that absolutely does not and never, ever will include uh, robots or computers or anything or Siri, unfortunately, right? Or anything like that. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.